Hello, my name is Ulysses Sembrano, and on behalf of Kevin Weiss, we are the hosts of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Rays your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays and email us at Locked On Rays at Gmail. So today, this is the second part of the Grant Witherspoon interview. I'll tell you, uh, he he is a thoughtful, smart young man who is killing it at double A this year and is not getting the appropriate love that he should be. As we talk about in our interview with him, he's not yet populated in the top 30 race prospects. Um, That hopefully changes very soon. I hope you enjoy the second part of the three-part interview we did with Grant. And remember, The whole interview is on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe to the channel and hit that like button. Those two things are free, and when can you get good things for free? Not a lot of times, so make sure to subscribe and hit that like button. It really does help us out a lot. Okay, without further ado, here's Grant Witherspoon. Grant, you mentioned, I mean, obviously pitching a little bit in high school and I guess your uh, your ultimate opportunity would have been as a position player. But do you think pitching growing up helped you understand or get into the mind of what a pitcher is trying to do to get out a hitter? Yeah, yes and no, because like I liked the I love the competing, but it was I, I guess I thought about it different than our guys, because I mm-hmm. feel like our guys, our pitchers almost think like too much like. Even like any pitcher that I see, like they're thinking like, I did this just so that you would think this, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like most hitters are just like, I was just like trying to hit one down the middle. I wasn't really thinking about all of that or, um, <laughs> but I, I do miss like, I think one of the most competitive things in sports is baseball, like pitching, like, because you, you literally control every, every like pitch of the game. And I just love that. But so I do miss that, but a lot of the pitchers just have to sit around at the, at the field all day. And I would not want to do that when I'm not pitching. I feel like I'd rather just play every day. Yeah. That's a good point. And going back to pain too. Yeah. That's yeah, that. <laughs> Tommy. I mean, we, we've seen it with the big league club with the Rays. just how many guys have gone down with various arm, elbow, shoulder injuries, Tommy Johns mm-hmm. and, uh, you see, I mean, just so many things that, that add up over time, but Grant, going back a little bit, um, in growing up in Colorado and I guess being a Rockies fan or, or following the Rockies, who was the player that you followed or, or modeled your game after if there is one out there? It was Larry Walker. Um, mm. I loved, he had a red bat and always walked up to crazy train and <laughs> I just always thought he was the man. So I loved him and, and Todd Helton. Those guys were always go to the game and watch them and watch them on TV and tell my parents I was trying to be like Larry Walker. So that's not, guy. that's not a bad guy to pick him. Yeah. Hall of Famer Todd Hel- he just got yeah. inducted. Yeah. 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 And um, hopefully Todd Helton will also get inducted, you know, stop, yeah. let's stop this madness of Colorado not, not having any players because yeah. of the, the man. The that's, park. that's nonsense. Todd Helton yeah. deserves to be in the hall of fame. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. And And that's another thing too, is, 
growing up in Colorado, was it one of those things where baseball could only be a couple months sport and then you had to transition to another sport or were there indoor facilities that you went to or you traveled out of state or had to travel out of state to continue to play? Just it's a lot different than uh, being a high school or a youth ball player in California, Texas, Florida, Arizona, you know, Mm -hmm. even parts of Georgia. Um, Just I I would imagine it's sort of a, a different baseball environment i guess in colorado yeah it's people are always surprised by this but it's one of like the most sunny states um in the in the united states so like there is snow yes but it's very like it's very warm a lot of the time so like even like yesterday it snowed but the day before it was 90 degrees so like colorado weather is crazy so there is more sun than you would think but i guess that colorado the main thing that is that there's no like huge big time baseball. So like growing up there, it's like, you're always kind of have a chip on your shoulder because like scouts and everyone will be like, Oh, he's just from cold, cold weather state in Colorado is where they don't really play good baseball. So like that was a little hard for recruiting because there's no like D one school or like one or two D one schools in Colorado. And they're not like the big, big time schools that you would want to go to. So definitely that was probably what, um, was the biggest thing. And I just never really played a bunch of it. Yeah. And so in addition to baseball, you were playing other sports growing up and in high school, like I, I believe I saw basketball and golf. So you transitioned, you you'd basically be a multi-sport athlete, I guess. Yeah. I was, well, I was like super all in on basketball. So mm. I thought I was going to play basketball, um, for, at the next level. And like, um, so, I, yeah, I just played three sports, whichever one was in season for school. I would play and then I would play basketball in the summer. Were uh, you a point guard? Uh, yeah, point guard. guard. Okay. Wow. I needed probably a few more inches to play in college, but I could have gone somewhere and maybe just sat the bench. But I feel like baseball, I came to the realization that baseball was probably the sport I needed to play. Yeah, that's that's I guess the sport that gives you an opportunity to make money playing professionally too, as opposed to, you know, there's the NBA, but your other option. I wasn't making the NBA, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, going overseas if you want to try to have a career with that. But do you feel like playing basketball and playing some other sports helped you with baseball? As far as you know, I hear this about how important it is for young athletes growing up to play multiple sports to just get the the difference in in competition, not get burned out by the sport they're, you know, best at and uh, getting the the different muscle groups and athletic uh, movements going, just how much that basketball or other sports that you dabbled in growing up, maybe transitioned or or fostered your baseball career. Yeah, I think for sure um, basketball helps, especially because I feel like just playing that much and like having to run and be quick twitch like that definitely helps because um, I guess in the outfield, like I have like surprising speed. Um, So like, I think I get that from that. Um, Just, I feel like I would encourage anyone to play as many sports as possible. Honestly, maybe not um, turn over to baseball like last second, like I did, but like (laughs) definitely like diversify in sports. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's 
basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Well, I uh, I got to tell you, I'm really impressed with what you're telling us. And I bet that your parents are also very proud and of everything you've accomplished. But I also read that your major in college was chemical engineering. Is that correct? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't know how many players in MLB have studied chemical engineering. You'd be one of the few. Uh did you, how did you get into that path? I mean, you, you're you're a guy who wants to get deep into baseball, and your major is chemical engineering. That that doesn't happen every day. So, can you walk us yeah. through that decision? Do you miss those classes? Uh, were you good at it? Yeah. So uh, I guess I always had a knack for like science and math. Mm-hmm. So, like an engineer, I have a very like logical, I guess, type of thinking, and and my uncle is was a big uh, big time or is a big time chemical engineer so um i always kind of liked like what he did so like i just went into school thinking and my this is like credit to my parents too they were always like telling me to pick something that i could like get a job with easily like no matter what um so i was like all right i'm just gonna do the hardest thing that i can get through and it'll be um a great thing to have for life or like a good fallback plan so then I got into it, and um, at first I was like, "These classes are way too hard." Like, and then um, I guess I started like thinking of it like more competitively, like, like, mm. like, like me against the kids on the class, and like, yeah, I, it was definitely a lot of work, and um, hopefully it's not all wasted. And um, I guess down the road, like when I'm done playing, whenever that is, even if it's a long time, like I'll have that to do because it, it is pretty fun to um to do some of the stuff but some of the classes are not worth it i i would yeah i don't even want to think about some of them but um i think i'm glad that i did it even though it um maybe like a lot of time that i could have been putting towards other things but it's like at the same time it's like my thought process was right in doing it i think yeah it's definitely uh much more difficult than majoring in uh, mass communications or something like that. And I'm willing to bet that uh, Grant was the most athletic person in those chemical engineering (laughs) classes. I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest (laughs) that. And speaking of that, Grant, um, so that is something that you you're thinking about or considering after baseball. Hopefully you have a long thriving uh, pro career, but after that, getting into something within the chemical engineering field, or have you thought about, I mean, you're a pretty smart, bright guy that maybe work in a, a baseball front office or something like that. Have you given any thought to those sorts of things? I honestly, I'm, I'm kind of an idiot. I have no idea like what somebody who majors in chemical engineering, where they would go to work. So I don't know if you can kind of enlighten us to uh, that a little bit. Yeah. So you could do anything you could do like, um, oil, you could work in oil, you could work in pharmaceuticals, hmm. you could do like renewable energy, but yeah, like, I mean, I don't know. It would like, I always thought that I would like do that for a couple of years and then try to do management because I feel like most um, engineers don't really like to talk to people or like <laughs> kind of do their own thing. But 
I feel like now since I haven't been doing anything with it, um, well, I went back in during COVID for a semester. So I like did class kind of recently. So, um, but yeah, I feel like I've gotten like more like into the stock market and into NFTs, like kind of on my own. Like I have like one account that's like smart and then it's like I'm kind of learning through like doing that. So I feel like I may be kind of swayed to do something with like business if or once I ever have to be done playing. Before we move on with the interview, we want to tell you about Athletic Greens. First of all, Athletic Greens, it's the single best thing you can do for your body in under 60 seconds. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens in a cup of water, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. That seems like a mouthful, isn't it? Well, it tastes good too. This special blend supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to keep track of in in a pillbox no more of that okay you're done with athletic greens it's all of the things put into one and to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash mlb network again that is athleticgreens.com slash MLB Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. How long would it take to actually finish that chemical engineering? You said you just went back for a semester. How many semesters are we talking about? So I left after my junior year and then um, I just did one semester in the fall um, and I just have one semester left. So, Oh, you're Um, right there. You yeah, see that, that light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. Yeah. But uh, cool. it's like the only reason I haven't done it is because we got to do it um, in like these classes I need are like in spring. So like I'm not going to be doing that and going to, to spring training Yeah, <laughs> and doing that during the same time. So, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, that would but be crazy. Like but is much. it doable? Do you, do you think is it, it, it if you have no sleep, would it be doable? Yeah, I could do it. It's just like. I don't want to put that on myself when I'm like focused on baseball, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, of yeah, course. That's totally understandable. And, and going back a little bit, Grant, um, I am curious about this. Speaking of college, being from Colorado, how did you wind up playing ball at Tulane? Was that one of the only schools that offered you or you wanted to go to a warmer weather environment? It's kind of funny. It seems like Tulane's kind of a maybe an underrated baseball spot. I know Andrew Friedman played college ball there and some other mm-hmm. notorious uh, baseball figures have as well. Just, but that, just that, that maneuver from the state of Colorado to Tulane university. Yeah. Well, I had to go somewhere. So kind of just, I didn't want to stay in Colorado and then um, just for baseball reasons. Um, and then um, I actually hit for a guy, a coach came into town from McNeese state. I don't know if you know where that is, yeah. but another Louisiana college. Um, he came to Colorado. I hit for him. Um, his name was Corey Barton. And then he offered me and then I decided I wasn't really the place for me. Um, and then he, and actually I didn't say anything to him. He ended up calling Tulane 
and saying this guy can this guy can play. He deserves to go to like a bigger school. And um, then the coach who's now at Texas, David Pierce, he called me and offered me like without even like seeing me really, um, just based off of the guy's word. So um, I owe a lot to Corey. But there were other school, a lot of other schools I was looking at. But uh, then I kind of looked researched Tulane and like saw that they had like unreal facilities and was in New Orleans. That was kind of cool. So I decided just to, just to do it. Did uh, you consider ever going the Juco route or consider any Florida schools or anything like that? Or you just wanted to go straight to, to D one and, and some sort of warm weather climate. Yeah, I was thinking like probably Juco probably would not have been a good fit for me, I guess, just for, because of academics, I was super into the engineering thing at the time. So, um, I mean, yeah, so I know friends that went to JUCO, but um, I don't know. If I would have had to transfer, um, then I maybe would have looked into the JUCO route. But, um, yeah, I just went straight to Tulane. <laughs> and at Tulane, you had a lot of fun because uh, your junior year, you were first time, uh, first team All-American Athletic Conference, American Athletic All-Tournament Team. When these things are happening, when when you're the guy walking with a big stick in, in, in the clubhouse the draft coming so close you said that that's when you got drafted after your junior year when these things are happening are you already thinking it's happening i'm gonna get drafted a major league baseball team is gonna call me yeah so like that was like pretty a lot of pressure kind of um just like you kind of know that like you're like a prospect and like you know that like i need to i was like telling myself like that fall preparing for that season I just wanted to be so prepared that um I just had so much pressure to like I was kind of like a fringe prospect and I was just like I need to like do this this year mm -hmm. to like make some money so like yeah mm -hmm. so it is a lot like you had scout meetings all the time and just like so many scouts at the games just um just kind of I liked it but um it's definitely a lot for some some people like it's kind of overwhelming but I just kind of was used to being overwhelmed with school and everything. And I was just like, all right, like try to just be strong mentally and um, just have fun. Like my last year here. So that was fun. Do you, rem do you remember how many teams were after you? I mean, when you, when you're now collecting those, those accolades, are there a lot of teams still calling you? Did you, did you see that jump from French to, Hey, I got some eyeballs on me. Yeah. So definitely like, cause that was really my only like, like dominant year at Tulane. So I kind of knew I needed to have that year to go higher. So um, definitely like a lot more teams started coming like, like a little bit into the season, maybe have like into like fall ball and everything. Like, so I met with like every team except for like the Rays were one of two teams I didn't meet with. Like it's kind of funny. Wow. The Ra like the Rays like called me like, a day before the draft and like for the first time. So I think they have their own way of doing it where they don't necessarily want to like tell other teams like who they're looking at. And mm. they obviously have all of their algorithms and everything. So mm -hmm. I think they just have a unique way of doing it. And I feel like their scouting has been like so good. So like why stop? Like they seem to be <laughs> yeah. doing something right. Yeah. The secret sauce is definitely there. Now I always like asking this question. Kevin knows exactly where I'm going with this now. I am 
I'm a sucker for the videos of guys getting called up to the majors, and I'm also a sucker for draft stories like draft day, how they got that phone call. So can you take us back to that day? What were you feeling? How did the phone call come in? Who spoke to you? What was your first reaction? Who was there with you? Who's your first call? Can you walk us through that whole draft day? So I, it was like I woke up and like I – I get a text from my agent saying there's a there's a there's a deal from this team in the third whatever round and that happened probably about like seven times and then like these teams would be telling say like oh we're gonna take you here and then it's like you and another guy and then they ended up being like oh this guy we didn't know this guy was on the board so I was like young and like kind of immature and I was like oh like like what's going on kind of like what are these teams doing blah 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 and then um, but I was just in my family room with my parents and uh, my grandpa and my family and um, just kind of watching it on the tv like like wow like this is like real and then it I got the call and then just like super happy and I I guess I felt like I like like all that work kind of just paid off and that I had earned it and then they I, they just I flew out to Tampa and signed like the next day at, at the trot. And that's the end of part two of the Grant Witherspoon interview. Again, we'd like to thank Grant for his time and for you for enjoying the episode. Thank you so much for making Locked On Race your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets. It's also free and available on all platforms. We hope you stay safe, you enjoy the show, and we will talk to you very soon.